Hi, welcome to Testers and Jesters, the season finale. Today is a very special episode, a very, very good episode. It's near and dear to my heart. It's experimental and it's weird, but we're doing video now for the finale. If it's good enough, we'll do it for the whole show. And if it sucks, you won't see this. You'll just hear my voice and I'll probably cut all of this out, but whatever. Welcome to Testers and Jesters, the show where I, Aloni, hang out with a friend, and together we roleplay and explore in Dungeons and Dragons. I'm here with my friend, Scott. Yeah. You are looking at the camera. You are an owl. Uh, I'm an owl man. Yeah. So tell people what you remember last time. Like, what happened uh, last time? Well, right to this house... Uh, there were some nasty things happening inside the house, so I tried to leave, and there were nasty things outside the house, so we kind of just got stuck inside the house. Uh, one guy got infected with something, but he turned into a monster, so we had to put him down, and then I uh, got infected with that same condition. Only on my arm, though, so, you know, like, you know, I just cut off my arm and, you know, I'm fine. It's been a heck of a day, and just, I think we were attacked by a completely different monster at one point. Like I said, bit of a day. Right now, I found a bed. I think there was talk about, like, there being some sort of, like, documents or, like, something to investigate in the other room. But I really need to rest, because, oh my god, I lost my arm. That's, that's pretty much everything that happened. Yeah, you got fucked up. Mm -hmm. So, uh... Yeah, we have rolls now on the screen, so you can roll. Just do a random roll, whatever you would like to do, uh, and it'll show up on screen right now if I'm doing everything right. So, do your thing. Roll uh, any random roll. Yep, there it goes. So, we're going to stay on the combat screen for this whole thing, because this is still pretty experimental. And I'm going to try to DM you, and we're going to do testers and gestures just like normal. So, this is the season finale, Scott. Um... Ooh. It's not really that big of a break for us, but it is a season finale, so we can get a little bit of a backlog. We're going to take a month or two off. I, mean, I haven't decided yet. I think it's two months, but maybe a month sure. and a half. But, yeah. So, we'll see how this all goes. But, um... Anyway, so yes, last time you met with a group of people in a murder mansion, Scooby-Doo style, mm -hmm. and... They were not very um, nice at first. They were drawn here just like you, and all of you felt uncomfortable and like everything was weird. Mm -hmm. And then you uh, you went, you got everybody to work together, and you became an authority figure for them. Yes. And uh, one of them seemed to be the leader, Deacon Zaris, and um, she and you. Um, worked together to kind of keep everybody under control. And there were a lot of different peoples. The survivors are this guy right here, Cash the bartender, who liked to eat a bunch of food, even though it could have been poisoned, and he didn't seem to care. Uh, Corporal Mandelo, who is a captain. Um, he is now a priest. Hmm. Um... Then there is Pastor North, who's the younger pastor. He lost his arm. His arm was infected, so his 
leader priest cut his arm off. I see. Lieutenant Ando, she came with you down into the depths to keep you alive. Uh, Shaman Loveday is the one who explained that the creatures that you are fighting are um, from this. Uh, they're what are they called? They're they're called Grus, and they're from the void, and they uh, they're working for something called the Seeker. Then there was this guy, uh, Captain Orvine, who I could have sworn he was the one who died, but did he die? Or is it... Who the fuck... Did, did he die? I can't remember now. Which one was the one who died? I don't want to bring him around. You know? I don't want to mess it up and get the guy who's dead back in the story. Right. Um, Probably should have re-listened to the episode. I know the priest died. Um, yeah, I think the captain's dead. I think, yeah... I'm going to just go with he's dead. Sorry if you're a Captain Orvine fan, but he's dead. Uh, and Sergeant Timms is alive. And he's another soldier, kind of like leader. And then there was Cherry, the bartender, who was just kind of there. Didn't really do anything. Anything memorable at all. But there was a priest named Father Grawl, and uh, he stupidly tried to go outside when he was panicking. And then he lit in uh, this thing right here which was called the seeker and it seems to shove this giant proboscis into corpses and then turn them into these things and then if these Ugh. things in scratch you you become one of them maybe you're not quite Ugh. sure how the infection works but you are playing as a gorilla fighter which is a class i created so that we can test it out because that's what we do on the show we test stuff and uh, you had to chop your own arm off, and you had them chop it off for you, and then they brought you and raced you upstairs as you were cauterized and falling unconscious, and as you blinked in and out of consciousness, you guys came up the stairs, barred the doors, and you have now been sleeping in the master bedroom of whoever used to own this place. Everything is blurry. Everything is black. Yeah. You are unconscious, and you're not quite sure what the hell's going on. You remember the gift your father gave you. This small piece of wood you continually polished over and over again. And it was smooth to the touch, and you liked it because it was something he gave you. You remember it, and as you open your eyes for a second, you see it. This wooden plank. This small thing yeah. that could fit in your pocket. And you yeah. hear Zaris's voice. And she's standing over you. And you can see her standing next to the bartender. And she says, Oh, oh my god, his arm. He needs an arm. Oh, what the fuck are we going to do? Give me that piece of wood. And you see this woman hand your father's, like, the gift he gave you to her. And she takes it and she starts casting spells on you as you are laying there. And you fall back unconscious. And you can feel this, like searing pain similar to when you got your arm chopped off but it's slightly different on your arm cool. like something's being molded to you and as you open your eyes you see the wood stretch and crack a little and reshape more as she's manipulating it and then you fall unconscious again yeah. few hours later you wake up and there are only two people captain sitting 
waiting by your bedside to kill you if anything infects you and you, you change. I guess the sergeant. He's the captain now, because his captain's dead. And then there is Zara standing next to you. And she looks at you as you wake up. And you feel an itch on your head, and you go to scratch it with your missing arm. And suddenly you see a wooden arm where your wing used to be. Eh? Because you are an owl man. Yeah. So you're, you just see that you see the wood that your fathers gave you has been molded into a hand and an arm, and it moves like a real hand and arm. Whoa. And she then holds, grabs your hand for a second and then pokes it with a needle and it hurts. Ow. Good. Good. That's good. You, how's the new arm? Uh, we, need, we need you at fighting condition, so I gave yeah, you I, a new arm. Yeah, I move my arm, my new arm up and down, like bend, bend the elbow, bend the wrist, or like, you know, yeah. going through the motions, being like, okay, uh, what? You use two-handed weapons, you, you're, you'd be weaker without another arm, so I've given you this prosthetic arm. It works just <laughs> like a normal one. You can remove it if you want as well. Um, I go to remove it, like, what? Like, I don't know, un yeah. unbuckle it. Yeah, um, it it feels weird when you remove it, like, tickly. Uh, but as it removes from your body, it no longer moves. Yeah. And then when you put it back on your body, it moves again. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, it's powered by your soul. So, you know, as long as you got a soul, you'll have an arm. Okay. So, if it stops moving, then your soul's in danger. You really should go... Talk to a priest or something. But you seem good now. So, you've been out for a while. Uh, it's been ten hours since uh, you passed out. Okay. And we could really use your help. Because we've lost everyone. Everyone is gone. I don't know where they went. They ran. Right after they saw you lost your arm, people just started going nuts. All Everybody panicked without an authority figure. I tried to lead. Tim's tried to lead, but it wasn't enough, and they all panicked and ran throughout the house. And I don't know if they're dead or if they're alive, but we need to find them, and we need to kill the Seeker at all costs, because it's killing people and turning them into those things, and if we don't get rid of it, we're fucked. If we kill it, then all the creatures will die, but we have to kill it. You have to kill it. I've seen it. I've looked into the future. You must be the one to kill it. So okay. please, I mean, you could use a trap to kill it or whatever. I'm just saying you must be the one that set in motion the events that will murder it. Like, you don't have to do it with your bare hands or anything. Or your bare hand. It's still hands, because you got two hands, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Your bare wooden hand. Also, your hand is very flammable now, just so you know. Right. But, I mean, I guess it was flammable before, but it's more flammable, I guess. Oh, huh. um, uh, yeah. It has nerve endings. Oh, it has pain so, receptors. Yeah. Well, you need to be able to touch things and feel them if you're going to be able to use your weapons effectively. So I could have done it without touch, but I felt like that was more important. Yeah. You know? But yeah, we need your help. So and then he walks up. He's like, get your ass up, soldier. We need to get the fuck out of here. We need to get save these idiots. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm technically the highest ranking guard here since the last one died. But let's go. Where do you want to go first here, man? Because I'm going to defer to you, as all good leaders do. 
And as you look around the room, you see a mirror, a desk, two bathrooms, two changing rooms, and in a bunch of exits from the room on the left side wall. And you are in a very fancy room, and when you look behind you, there's a massive window, and you can oversee the uh, greenhouse below you, which is take pretty far down there. Yeah. Move over and, take uh, a look at the greenhouse. Yeah. So you kind of go over to the end table and kind of look through the window, and you can see below you is a massive greenhouse. You can see the greenhouse down here if you look through. And there's two trees and a bunch of glowing plants and stuff. It seems oh, kind of yeah. magical down there. What would you like to do? You're currently, uh, your health is fully filled. Yeah. So you're at max health now. 116 health. You haven't leveled up or anything, but you have your arm again. So you don't have to worry about losing that. What would you like to do? Go to the bathroom and wash my face. Alright, you walk into the bathroom, grab the bucket that's there, put it in the sink. That is clogged up, like you plug it up. And you wash your face while looking in the mirror. And then you walk back and you're like, all right, let's go. Yep. Take a moment to breathe and enjoy the fact that you're not dead. And then Tim says, all right, where are we going, bro? I just oh. wonder what's room to investigate on this level. Yeah, you did bleed all over this room with a bunch of books and shit. You want to go there then? Yep. Perhaps there's some information on that monster we saw. Yes, okay. As you go into the side passage of the library on the third floor, this is the library, and you are attached to it, being in the master bedroom, and you walk into this study, and in the study are a bunch of boxes, two desks, like a table and a desk, two shelves, a bunch of books, a bunch of scrolls, uh, and there's a ladder that leads upstairs. There's also a doorway that goes south and a doorway that goes north. The northern one goes to a stairwell with like a balcony and then the other one goes to a hallway. This room has got a bunch of shit in it. A bunch of different books and stuff. Skimming through the books. Okay, roll investigation. Huh. 13. 13, okay. You are sifting through the things. There's a bunch of different books. A lot of them written in languages you don't even understand. But... One of them seems to sort of call to you as you're looking through. Hmm. It's this little journal here. And you grab it, you open it up, and it appears to be a blood-stained journal. There's blood on the cover. It's fresh blood. It seems fairly new. It doesn't seem like it belongs with anything else here. Like somebody brought this here. Like it isn't part of this room. It seems to be some kind of journal written in some kind of language, but you don't understand what this language is. It seems like a mix of, like, Elvish and some other, like, primordial language you don't understand. You cannot read it. But it seems like it's new. Like, it was brought... Everything else here was dusty. That is not dusty. And it's blood hmm. on it. So, what do you do? Hmm. So none of these books are really legible, or...? They're all different things, but nothing that pertains to your current situation. They're about all different kinds of stuff. Like, ah. this whole place is like a massive library, and this seems to be, like, the favorites. There is a book in here about how to turn inanimate objects into living beings. There's a bunch of stuff about gnome engineering in here. Hmm. Uh, a lot of weird stuff that seems to relate to a previous episode of the show ah. uh, that you weren't in. 
It doesn't seem to be anything about the specifics of this place, just stuff that people who have lived here have owned. And it all it's all different ages, too, so some of this stuff is, like, newer than other stuff, but the book is, like, from, like, yesterday. Like, it was just put here. Like, somebody who came here left it there. Probably whoever's causing this made this book. See. Yeah. And the two of them look at you, and they're like, what'd you find? What is this? Why are we reading? The cap the sergeant is like, we... Why are we reading? We have to fucking kill monsters. What's going on here? Yeah. And she says, what'd you get? What is that? Seems... Just found some information about, you know, the owner of this mansion, perhaps, or perhaps just the owner of that monster, or what have you. Can I take a look at it? No, it's fine. Can... Yeah, yes, I do share it. <laughs> she opens the book, looks in it, and she says, oh, this is like a weird dialect of Elvish. This is like, uh, I think I think this is what Jan T's write in. Jan T's? Yeah, the snake people? people. Yeah. They owned this entire region. They enslaved the dragonborn that lived here. They used to own everything here. But uh, recently they, uh, they've they hidden underground because they've been put back down there. Some people say they're going to rise up and kill all of us and take the land back. But Lord Geshgar kind of smashed them into nothingness. So oh. they should be gone. But it is weird that this book is newly here. I can read a little bit of Elvish, so maybe I could translate some of it. You want me to read some of this to you? Yes. All right. And she starts flipping through the book. She flips to the last uh, entry into the book. She says we should probably check, like, the recent stuff. Weird. It seems like somebody lured us here to feed us to the seer. Oh. Yeah. It's once Somebody here... Apparently, it's somebody in this group did this. Uh, she looks you dead in the eyes and then looks at the camera and says, it looks like we got a bit of a mystery on our hands. <laughs> and then Tim looks at you and he goes, Jinkies. Huh. <laughs> you guys feeling okay? Uh, I mean, we're scared because of the, the seer. And uh, we've been up for 10 hours straight watching you, so. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll explain it. Just not used to people speaking like that. Yeah, well, Jinkies is a common term for guards. What are you talking about? Are you a real guard, sir? Uh, of, of, co of course I am, uh, Jinkies. Roll deception with advantage. Uh, he did an insight. It was really bad, but roll a deception with advantage. Right, 19. Oh, my God, or, uh, yes. 26, yeah. I guess. 20. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you have high, high persuasion or deception. You're a good liar. Yeah. You look at him and he's like, oh, of course, yes. I'm very sorry. <laughs> he's like intimidated because yeah. you're from the big city. Right, of course. Not. Yeah, even though you're he's a higher rank than you, you're from the big city and that's bigger yeah. deal, you know. Just cuz he's a sergeant and he may be a captain now doesn't mean anything when, you know, he's in a small little baby town where nothing happens. Yeah. But you, you're from the big city, so he's like, "Oh shit." That's why he's deferring to you and letting you decide what to do. His diary, I think, I think it belongs to someone in the group. I think it belongs to Shaman Loveday. Shaman? Hmm? Yeah, the guy who explained who the seer was when we got here. I think, oh. I think he's the one that owns this book. We need to, we need to find him and we need to in interrogate him or kill him or something. I see. We need to find the seer and we need to find everyone else. But those monsters might still be out there. So, I don't know what you want to do here, but 
You seem like the most skilled of all of us. You are the one that killed a couple of these things and lived. Also, I've been reading through this book, and it seems like if we kill the seer, anyone who is currently infected, if the infection hasn't fully set in, will be cured. Ah, that's good. So, but if it gets to the if it gets to their heart or their brain, if it like changes them, they're permanently changed. So oh. if you get bit, as long as you do it, since we figured out the incubation period now, as long as you kill the seeker within three hours of being bit, you should be okay now. That thing's going to kill all of us, and then it's going to find more people, and it's going to keep spreading. And whoever made it is getting something from it killing people. I feel like we need to do something about this. Roll a perception check. And an insight check. Alright. Insight first. Okay. Ten. It's average. And a perception? Yep. Okay. You hear something upstairs, something downstairs, like below the stairwell, and something in the other room ah. moving around. So something directly above you, something to your north, and something to your west. What do you do? Hmm. Uh, might as well investigate the, the room nearby. Okay. So the library. Right. And so remember, you can set traps. That's still a thing you can do. You have a crossbow, a net, quick point, which is your spear. Right. Uh, you have a flashbang, which is uh, unlimited. You have unlimited flashbangs. You can cast blindness at will. Basically, the way this works is that in this class that I made, uh, you get to pick a single spell that you can cast at will. That's like, I think it's first level spell. And it's basically like the equivalent of your trap. So you have like a signature trap and it's a flashbang that you make. So you just have a bunch in your pockets that you can throw at will. And then you have Sling Trap. They do all different kinds of things. You can throw a trap of a specific kind, or you can set a trap of a specific kind. You can set up a trap ahead of time, which is you set up the trigger for the trap. Or you can throw a specific, like, trap at in, in the middle of a fight or whatever. So, alright. I think you're all caught up on all that. Alright. So, you start walking into the room. What would you like to do? Uh, make a perception check and tell me how you want these people to move and what your like plan is here. Alright. Okay. Uh, eight. Okay. You got an eight. So, you look into the other room and you don't see anything in there. It seems like something is hiding in the room out of view. Mm. What mm. do you do? Just gonna have my crossbow ready take a step inside you step inside and right, what is what do you have them do do you have them just wait like they can follow me like uh for good measure have them wait in the doorway but you have them wait in the doorway and you walk in looking through the room looking under this table walking along looking under that table walking along maybe under this table Yes, you look under a third table as you walk in. There's a doorway that leads down to a stairwell, and there's the doorway that leads to that other stairwell that you were at before. Under this table, nothing's there. As you stand up, make another perception check. Nineteen. You turn, and you see there's light coming from behind this bookshelf. Like under the seams. Yeah, you can see the light. Yes. What do you do? I call to, I guess, the sergeant. Yep. 
ask him to help me with the with the bookshelf move it. Okay. Zaris starts to walk out timidly and walks up to you. Right. Magic fire in her hand as she slowly walks up. He grabs this end, you grab that end. Make a strength check with advantage. Well, I, uh, I think that was a save. Shame, because that was a 20. Damn. You're a strong Damn. man. Evidently, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, just do athletics, sorry. Oh, okay. I forget about that. I wish I kept the strength save, because now I rolled a 2. Okay. Well, with the save and the, the two, together the two of you pull it. It goes to fall on you, but with that 20 strength save, it doesn't crush you. Okay. And then you put it over here as you then go in. And you walk in carefully. And there appears to be a bunch of shit in this room. A bunch of stuff. But as you walk in, something else is waiting in the room under the shelf. Oh? And it bites you in the leg. Or it attempts to, anyway. A Gru. A fresh one. It gets a 13 plus 3. That's a 16. Does that hit? Uh, No, you have 18. Yep. Okay. It tries to bite you in the leg, but you manage to dodge it and walk right past, like take a step back as it goes to bite your leg. And it is now contorted on the floor. What do you do? It is your turn. Pull my spear and just, and yeah, just go to attack with a 12. 12 does not hit. Yeah. You go to stab it. You have an extra attack, though. You can do it again. Yes, I think I will do that. I think you have three extra attacks, actually. Let me make sure. All right, well, that was a nine, so that also doesn't hit. Eleven. Okay. Now, if you want, you can use an action surge to get three more attacks, but you can only do that once once per rest. So right. I, I don't know if you want to waste that on this one guy. Yeah, I don't think I want to waste it. Okay. Bear trap sounds pretty good right now. Okay. Throw a bear trap in between you and it, and they yep. take a step back. Right. All right. You drop it right here mm-hmm. in between you, and it then turns and looks at you, enraged. And it steps into the trap, taking 2d6 damage. It's just the square dice. Yeah. So, yeah, 11. Okay, 11 damage to the Gru. You, you basically, it gets bear-trapped. And it is very, very hurt, but it's still kicking. Your trap also breaks from this. Right. So, it then bites into you, or tries at least. Gets uh, 12 and misses. All right. Uh, It is then the captain's turn, and he's like, oh, shit. And he pulls out his crossbow and tries to shoot it over your shoulder. And he gets a 15. He hits it. And deals four damage to it shooting an arrow into it still kicking but it's very hurt uh it is then zaris's turn who's just gonna stand there watching you kind of scared and then it is your turn what do you do i try to spear again okay you get three spears so just roll three of them if you want to do that yeah that's 15 hit nine no 14. Okay, two hits. Roll damage twice. 
Tell me what you get. Uh, you can roll it with the d8, by the way. Now. Eight damage in total. Okay, you deal eight damage, stabbing it. How do you kill it? I stab it once in like the stomach area or in the intestinal area, and then I stab it in like you know the abdomen or like you know basically stab it in the heart. Stab into it. You just go poke, poke, right in its chest. It bleeds out, falls down, unconscious, uh, well dead, uh, yeah. straight up dead. You killed it. Um, yes. Da, 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 da. You see all of this treasure in this room, but also know that you have to find other people. And you could always come back and get the treasure later, or you can sift through it. It's up to you. Yeah. Depends on what your character would want to do in this situation. I mean, I'll have a look around real quick. Okay. You know, real quick. Roll uh, investigation. And I will go to trusty old Don John. 13... You find a parapet of wound closure. A parapet of wound closure. Um, there. But basically what that is, is it's a necklace that means when you go to zero health, you don't die. Okay. Uh, you instead go unconscious. So there's no it, it it heal it automatically stabilizes you so you don't have to do death saves. Okay. It's basically like a like a you don't you don't die necklace. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good for this situation. Okay, you find a potion of mind reading. Huh. You drink this potion, it lets you cast detect thoughts, which allows you to read a creature's mind. Interesting. So that might be useful for your investigation. You find a potion of mind reading, a necklace, a paradept. A wound closure and uh, a bunch of money. Um, there's other things in the room, but that's what you find when you take the glance at it this time. If you come back, you might be able to find other stuff, but there are more important things going on in this moment. So you've grabbed what you could. So Tim's looks at you and he's like, "What do we do?" Find the others. Okay. Um. Which way do you go? You can go back where you were into the library, or you can go back to the place you came from, the the master bedroom. Let's go back into the library. There is a room with a dining table. There is a stairwell that goes down back towards the lower levels of the building. There is a sort of living room with a big table and a fire that you can sit at and relax. And there is a room with empty shelves in it. Where would you like to go? There's doors that lead to the left half of the building, which there is a sign that reads, or children's wing. Well, I'm feeling well rested. I think I'm ready to go back downstairs. You walk down the spiral staircase. They follow you, slowly going downward. You do remember that the monster, last time you saw it, ten hours ago, was over here. But it did chase right. you on the other side of the building. So, yeah. it might be okay. You have no clue. But you make it toward the second floor. Do you keep going down, or do you stay on the second floor? Second floor. Okay. You walk into the room, red carpet. There's also a doorway that leads into a room with a small table. Uh, there's the red carpet that leads out toward the, the foyer that enters into the building. Mm -hmm. And there's a room with a piano to the east... A room with trophies to the north, 
and the foyer that is downstairs to the uh, to the south. Can I tell if there's anything, like if there's any movements on yes, this Roll roll a perception to listen and to see. I got um, five. Five. Damn. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't notice anything on this floor. You're not sure if there's anything on it or not. It just seems dead silent. You know what? I'm gonna go into the piano room. I'm gonna set up a trap by the far Ooh. entrance. What, what kind of triggering device? There's trip wires, uh, there's a pit, which if you dug a pit here would make them fall downstairs, and you'd have to break the wood. You wouldn't be able to repair the hole. False floor, pressure plate, trip wire. Those are the three. Oh, so... Basically, you cut a hole in the floor. Yeah. But all right, you have set the trap. Yeah. Uh, I attempt to play Midnight Sonata. Or do you know how Midnight to? Sonata. Do you know how to play the piano? Uh, can I roll performance with disadvantage? Yes. I have picked up my piano. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. I with disadvantage. I rolled a 16. Okay. I don't know if I have Midnight Sonata, but let's see what I got on here. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I was just kidding, like, you know, it's just like, as an example, just like, you know. No, I, I know, I, I, I got some. I an emotional song. Okay, here we go. There you go. Yep. You go. Oh, I, Danny boy, the pipes, <laughs> the pipes are calling. Yep. <laughs> Okay, you start playing Oh Danny Boy, which may or may not change in the podcast version of this, or I mean, maybe the YouTube version, we'll see. Who knows? who knows? Yeah, who knows what'll get claimed these days. Now I have to get Danny Boy and see if it works. Okay, so you play Danny Boy, and the monsters, you hear a howl, you hear... And a creature that you recognize that was outside before apparently is roaming the halls now. This creature, the Grey Render, comes in. It appears to be a slightly weaker one than you saw before. It seems to be a Grey Render pup. Oh. A little, a younger one. But even though it is a baby, it is still deadly as shit. And that's why it's inside, because the big Grey Renders can't even fit through the doors. But these little ones, ooh, they can make it. And it goes racing through toward your hole in the ground, and it falls in, triggering <laughs> your trap. What type of damage would you like to do? I would recommend bludgeoning, but you can make it whatever you want. I mean, I guess they just hit the floor, didn't it? I mean, you could set something up underneath if you want. You could put blade, like a sword down there, or uh, spears down there, like put some of the broken wood down there or something. Maybe some um, of broken wood but okay yeah okay it you basically cut the wood it fell it falls downstairs it also gets one effect i'm gonna say it goes proned and you hear a second one running through the other side of the room this one oh. fell downstairs so it's coming around the corner what do you do you have one turn before it gets around the corner yeah. and races around you they were gonna they were gonna basically pack tactics get you from both sides what do you do I'm going to set up another trap, tripwire this time. You set up a tripwire right here, mm -hmm. and you back up to the wall or whatever, so when it comes, it runs around, hits the tripwire, misses, goes into it, 
Uh, triggering the tripwire. What did you set up on the other end of that tripwire? Okay. You grab the table quickly as it's running around the corner. You grab your tripwire and your pulley, and you set the table up so that when it comes in, the table gets ripped up and pulls it. You grab the table, set it up above it, and then right as it races in, bam, it falls on top of it. 3d6 damage. Roll your damage. Tell me what you get. Uh, 14 damage. Okay. Uh, it takes 14 from that. The little pup gets crushed. It also gets one effect. Plainton's frightened. Okay. You scare it, and it's terrified, so it starts to run away as you crush it with the door. So basically, a table falls on top of it, it just goes, and then it runs. It runs past. And it kind of races this way towards whatever it thinks safety is. Yes. Follow it. Okay. You chase after it, going around so you don't go over your hole. You race past it through the kitchen as it races down the hall into the other area. And you follow it in, in the room, in the servants' quarters. And as it runs in, you see Shaman Loveday standing there, looking oh. scared in the room. It stops for a second when it sees him. And it sort of looks at you, the three of you, and then looks at him, and then it stops. Make an insight and a perception check. Insight. 21 for insight. 14 for perception. Oh my god. With your 21 insight, he seems very terrified of this thing. Hmm. And you see Zaris for a second move her hand when it, when it looks at all of you. She just kind of moves her hand a little bit as it looks at you guys. And then it looks at him and is sort of staring at him and he's scared of it. What do you do? Hmm. I mean, it's just sort of standing there looking at you, and you're not sure what's going on here. She told you he's the guy, and it stopped and looked at him. Yeah, take out my spear and be ready to fight the Grey Ender. Okay. You pull out your spear, ready to go. It just stands there, motionless. Hmm. It doesn't know what to do. Make another uh, perception check and another insight check. Insight is 21 again. Oh my god. Perception is 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you see she moves her hand again. Zaris, right next to you. She's kind of, like, flicking her hand. And it starts to, like, get mad and races at Tim's and attacks Tim's. Oh. And it bites at Tim's uh, and bites him in the neck and deals a ton of damage to him, hurting him a lot. Um, since you were ready, though, do you want to take an opportunity attack on it? Okay, go ahead. Alright, that hits. Roll your damage. Next damage. Alright, um, roll initiative. 16. Those all hit? 18, 22, 23. All hit. 15 damage to it. Uh, how do you kill this thing? Because it was already injured from like three other things, so. These things have multiple you... eyes, right? Yep, they got six eyes. You stab each eye on one side. Yep. All right, here we go. It's sitting here. It's like, runs at him, starts biting the shit out of him. And then you poke up and you go, poke, poke, poke. And yep. you just take its eyes out. And it dies from that little baby. Oh. Tim's is bleeding very badly, but he's not dead. He's just, his neck is fucked up. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, 
And you can see it's getting a little purple. And you don't know how long it's going to take, but if you don't kill the seer before it spreads, he's going to turn. Yeah. I mean, and you haven't seen how long. These yeah, apparently. Apparently. As far as you can tell, you don't know if it's the same disease. He could be turning into a gray render for all new, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, who knows what's going on with him? It could just be, you know, their mouth is just dirt. Like, it might not even be in fe- like, ma- like a curse. It's just his, you know, the wound is, like, blackish. But you don't know what that means. It might not be spreading. You don't know. You'd have to wait and see. But after all of that happens, the shaman runs out and he's like, Tim's! Tim's, oh my god! And he starts healing him. And this, the infection starts to dissipate a little bit. And it seems to be going away from a lesser restoration that he casts. And he looks at you and he says, Thank God you're here. Oh my god. I have been terrified. What happened? Where did you go? I got caught up. Or, well, uh, you know, I, I need some time to, um, you know, clear my head. Yeah, when everything went nuts, I, uh... A bunch of us ran off and just kind of scattered when the creature started attacking. Okay. I uh, I got I locked myself in this room. Uh, I barricaded myself in the the servants' quarters. Uh, there's three beds or four beds, and there's a bathroom. So I thought I could lock myself off and be pretty safe. I'm I'm surprised you're even alive. I thought you were infected, but we did cut off your arm. But I thought you would have bled out from that. I mean, we did sear it, but. I really didn't think you guys were going to make it. Zaris looks at you and looks at him and she's like, are you just going to leave him free? Hmm. She looks at the shaman and she says, we have your journal. Yep. We know what you're doing. We know that you planned this. Yeah. And he looks and he's like, I didn't plan. What are you talking about? I didn't do anything. And explain. I, I do have the book, right? Yes. She technically yeah. was holding it because she never gave it back. Okay, but yes. 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 And you say explain and then what? You point at the pages? Yeah, yeah. Explain this. What the elvish the Yanti in there? Yes. Um, it's a it's it looks like a diary. Yes. What about it? Can you read it? I mean, kinda. I can read elvish. I can't read Yanti. It 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 says I don't know. And you you point to the page that says his name in it. Right. Uh, as you point to his his name, he's like, "What? Why is my name in that book?" Oh, you tell me. (laughs) I am telling you. my name, I, I don't know. Someone wrote my name in their book. And she looks at you and she says, it says right here that this is your book. And he's like, it's not my book. What are you talking about? Hmm. They, and that's the argument here. She says it's his book. He says it's, his, it, it's her. Well, it's not his. Yeah. He, he's like, who's, it could be anybody's. It could be Tim's book for all we know. And Tim is like, I'm bleeding from the neck. I don't think it was me. Probably not. Hmm. It could be your book. No, none of us know you are. We just met you. Out of all the people here, you're the one that's the strangest. You're the one that, that we all know the least. Well, I'm a guard. You know, you can trust me. I don't know if I believe this whole guard thing. No, you should. Roll deception. He uh, he got pretty good insight. 21. Okay. Um, He looks at you and he's like, okay, yes, you're a guard. But that doesn't mean you're not doing weird ritual cult shit. As he's saying this, she points at him and she says, we should kill him. I don't know about that. If we kill him, it'll end the spell. It'll fucking end all of this if we just kill him. If he's the one. I don't know if he's the one, but he's probably the one. It says it in the book. Why would they write his name in the book? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe that's why we need to keep him around, though. Like, Tim's Tim's immediately uh, says, you have shackles. You could use your shackles. There we go. He's like, I didn't do it. Hmm. There's something going on here. 
if you're innocent, then you don't, you know, you can have some shackles on. It's fine. And he's like, yeah. how am I going to defend myself from the monsters if my hands are tied up? Easy. We'll stand between you and the monster. Do you throw that shackles on him? Sure. You lock the shackles on him and they are permanently locked to him unless you say the command word to let it go. Um, and he's like, this is bullshit. I didn't do anything. And she, she then covers his mouth with like a, with like a gag thing. And she's like, don't talk. He could be casting spells at us. She says, we got to find the others or we got to find the seer. It's flying around there somewhere. Um, as she says that, you hear a scream from downstairs. Somebody's freaking out down there. You better get down there. All right. As you race back, you race into the lobby which way do you want to go downstairs the nearest way the the kitchen the or the stairwell you were in before or the foyer way hmm the nearest one is the kitchen which will lead down into the pantry because that's where that's where you saw the monster last by the way okay that'll be good and enough. okay yeah so you you run the way you went before to hope to see if the, maybe the monster is there because you do need to kill it and as you race downstairs to the lobby you recognize this room as this was the safe haven where you were all relaxing before the guy opened the door, letting the seer in to fuck you all up. And as you race down, you see in the main room, Cash, uh, let's see, where are they? Uh, the pastor and Anslow and the bartender. You see the four of them in the room together. And one of them screamed. Uh, and as you look inside, you see... Uh, this thing. Copy it. There it is. You see a more powerful version of the creature, one that has turned recently. Hmm. The one is very similar to Mando before when you killed him, and it is looking at all of them, and it's about to attack as they're all sitting together. And the bartender seemed to have you no know, cash. The scream you thought was uh, someone else, but it was Cash screaming. He's freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Help me. <laughs> Help me, somebody help! Somebody okay. save my life! <laughs> hmm, I have an idea. What okay. if we save his life? <laughs> How do you do it? Uh, you still have a sling trap? Uh, yep. You still have, uh, four of them. Right. Right. Those I might as well activate those. Or, well, you know, one of them. Yeah. Alright, you throw a trap. Which one? Smoke bomb, fire bomb, uh, bear trap. The, there was one other one, one of those. Alright, I'm gonna say, I like, I like using bear traps, I think, so. Yeah, snare trap was the other one, which is the one that makes them flip upside down. Alright, bear trap. You throw a bear trap on the ground, right in between you and it, just like before. Or where do you throw it? In, you said in between where? Uh, between him and it. it. Okay, yeah, to protect him. Protect your buddy Cash. Yep. Um, the creature leaps. Uh, it's still your turn, though, so you, ha you do have your three attacks. Alright. Crossbow. Okay. I'm gonna shoot it. Good. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That was two ones in a row? Yep. A 14 and then two ones. Yep. Well, the 14 hits, so roll your damage on that first shot, and then roll your damage for two other shots. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, so you got the low damage. This is a seven. Yep. Oh, save you! Right. Nine. Nine. Okay. Don't worry. I'll save you. You shoot an arrow. Monster. You shoot the you shoot the monster. You shoot two more arrows. Make an insight check and a perception check. 
Alright. Insight All right. is 15. Alright. Perception is 17. Yay. Okay. You yet again see Zara's move her hand for a second. Um, but yeah, your arrows fire and they hit uh, Cash twice. But it's weird because it doesn't even seem like you shot at him. Huh. He takes 18 damage. He's very, very, very badly hurt. He is almost dead. He's bleeding out right now. <laughs> um, oh. If the creature hits him, he's going to die. It jumps onto the trap, triggering it with a nat 1. It does max damage, so... Nice. What what is the what is the dice? It's two d six or is it three d six? I think it's two d six. Two d six. That's right. Yes. Yes. Two d six. So that's six and six. That's twelve damage total to it, which takes a pretty big chunk out. And it also goes. Uh, you get two effects on it. So I'll say it's prone and it's grappled. So its leg is now stuck, and it doesn't reach him. It's about to reach his face, and then it stops. And he's terrified of it. He's like, oh, shit. Um, and it is stuck there until it gnaws its own foot off or uh, breaks the trap. Um, it is then your turn again. They're all going to run back like they're running away. Uh, do you say anything to them as they start to wildly panic and run? Don't go too far out. <laughs> Nah, yeah, nothing. don't go too far. Oh, also, you see in the room is a fucking dead um, baby because it fell through the ceiling right oh, yeah. next to them. <laughs> so they killed it. So that you also heard okay. a scream from them downstairs as it hit the ground. They attacked it and killed it. Good on them. Um, so they were sitting down here and you cut a hole and dropped a creature on them. Um, but yeah, so Cash is, is about to die. It is your turn. What do you do? Are you going to keep right. shooting? Are you going to stab? What do you want to do? You know, I'm moving with my spear, yeah. All right. You're like, I can't trust my arrows. Something weird's going on. Yep. These arrows are broken. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. That is... Yes. 18... 20. Yeah, yeah, you say it. 18, 22, 24. Okay. Those all hit. Roll your damage for all of them. Hopefully, it'll be enough to kill it. Five. Uh... 16 plus 5. 21. 21. Uh, you strike into it, hurting it a ton, and killing it. How do you kill it? This terrifying creature, as it's bear-trapped and stuck, running towards him. What do you do with your spear? Stab it in the mouth. Boom. You spear right through its mouth. Three times. It lies down dead. Stuck to your bear trap. You can uh, reclaim your bear trap if you pull it off of it. And get yes, one of your traps like back. Do that. Okay. You get your bear trap back, uh, so you can undo that check mark you did. You should be good. So Cash is fucking hurt, but not from the monster. Uh, he looks at you and he's like, "Why did you shoot me? I thought we were friends." We we are friends. I'm sorry. I I uh, you know I was trying to hit the monster. Monster's dead now, by the way. So that's good. Um, Tim's and the prisoner shot Loveday walk in and Loveday is like, hmm, hmm, like he's trying to speak. Yeah. Uh, we found some incriminating, uh, you know, evidence that suggests like something's up with the shaman. So, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're keeping a close eye on him right now. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. Um, what kind of evidence? Uh, journal. Uh, seems like it was signed by him. We're not, we're not a hundred percent sure. Something's up though. Huh. 
Can I see the journal? Maybe. Cause I I might be able to help. All right. Yeah, I guess um, I'll just I'll just hold the book out in front of him. Okay, you hold the book out at Cash. He looks at me. He's like, "Oh, that's Yanti." Yeah, yeah, we figured that part out. Yeah, um, I know all about Yanti. I, I learned all about it. Uh, I learned a lot of languages around here, and I was dating somebody who was uh, really big into into languages, and they taught me all about this Yanti. I can kind of read it. I picked it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. The, let me see the page, and you point to the shaman page, and it says, uh, "It says I'm going to kill Shaman Love Day." All right. Shackles off. Um, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Tim's pulls off the shackles. Uh, do you take the gag out of his mouth too? Yeah. Okay, you take the gag out of Love Day, and he says, I told you I didn't do it. And he says, I saw something when you were shooting. Yeah. Zaris moved her hand. She moved her hand before. Mm-hmm. What's up? What, I feel like she used telekinesis on your arrows and shot Cash. She didn't want him to read it. Mm. And she looks at you, and she's like, this man is a liar. Clearly he did it, and clearly Cash is with him. It says on that paper that definitely, he did it. Definitely rolling insight or something. Yep, real insight. Man, you really are a detective. Uh, she's lying. You're lying. Straight up. Straight You're up, she's lying. lying. She rolled a seven. Yep. Um, she says, I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. What? Why would you lie then? I didn't lie. I'm telling the truth. This man and this kid are working together, and now they're trying to turn you against me. I gave you an arm, man. Why would I give you an arm if I'm the bad guy? Hmm. I don't know. Why would you give me the... Yeah. Mm. It, it mm. makes no sense why I would heal you and help you out so much. Holy. And then uh, Anslok walks in and she's like, you were the one who was here first. Yesterday, like 12 hours ago, when we were all yeah. here, we all showed up. You were here th- for a day before the rest of us. Yes. And he says, it is suspicious. And she says, I don't know what you're talking about. I was here for a day, yes, but I was brought here just like the rest of you. Really not. You were brought here a day before us. I, I'm telling you, I didn't do this. Mm. Roll another mm. insight. Yeah. 19. Yeah, she's fucking completely lying. She's full of shit. She definitely was here a day ago. And she definitely lied about what was in the book. And she definitely moved her hand twice during this game to do magic shit. Alright. When the pup stopped moving, she moved her hand. When the pup attacked Tim's, she moved her hand. When she, they, she, you shot arrows, she moved her hand. She's using telekinesis to fuck with you. You still don't know why she gave you an arm, though. Yeah. Well, fair is fair. We're going to put the shackles on. Uh, As you go to put the shackles on, roll sleight of hand. 19. Oh, shit. You see her trying to teleport away as you pop the shackles on her. You manage to grab her hands as she's teleporting, and dimensional shackles stop you from teleporting. That's their whole ability. So she goes to teleport, and then she can't. And for a split second, you see something. Uh, let me pull it up. Wrong thing. Uh, I misspelled it, that's why. Uh, let's see. You see for a split second as she's looking at her, her eyes change. Hmm. For a split second as she's teleporting. Yeah. Are they more her eyes just. Yes, her eyes become reptilian for a split second. And you hear the fucking Illuminati song. <laughs> you see a triangle Bill Cipher uh, yeah so for a split second that happens 
And uh, as she as that happens, you hear a scream in the other in two other rooms. You hear two screams. A young man screaming and a young woman screaming. Okay. The the two people that ran outside, like who ran in the attack. Yep. The bartender and the pastor kid. What do you do? Go after she, them and make sure she, you know, keep right, her. So do you just say, well. yeah? Do you keep like hold on to her or do you tell them to watch her? Tell them to watch her. All right, you're like watch her and then you run out. Do you take anyone with you or do you leave both the captains and both the people to like the four people to guard her? I yeah, I I go in by myself. Okay, as you leave, you can see this guy. The sergeant is healing, or no, not the shaman is healing. Um, cash, and then the other two are the two guards are watching her. Right. All right. Which way do you go? Do you go after the kid or do you go after the woman? Uh, so one was like to the right, almost to the yes, left. Yes. Yes. One was the past was Pastor North who got his hand cut off before, and mm-hmm. the other one was the bartender uh, woman whose name I forget because she hasn't done a lot. Cherry. Which one do you go after? One of them's on the same floor as you. The other one's downstairs. Uh, go f- same floor. All right. You run after the kid, Pastor North, um, who was running away, and you hear him screaming, and you run in, and you see something in front of him. You see the creature. What has, You have all been calling the seer, but you only know that because of what the woman was saying, what, what Zaris was saying. But you see the seer right in front of him, and he is on his... He's, like, huddled back, back, like, crawling backward as it comes toward him. What do you do? Can, hmm. How big is this thing? Like, could I theoretically fight it? Um, well, you could f- always fight anything, even if it's big. But it is the size... It is... Actually, it's not as big as I thought. It's actually medium, but it just flies really fast. It's basically the size of, like, uh... Imagine a person, but it's a giant bug and it can fly. It is person-sized. A little bit bigger. It's like seven feet tall and it's flying. What do you do? It's about to attack the kid, by the way. You have one basically turn to do something. Yeah. I'll throw a flashbang. Okay. You chuck a flashbang out, which casts blindness and deafness. Um, It is deafened and blinded for one round... It is immune to being blind, though, hmm. because it can see with its ears, its tremor sense. But it's deaf, so yeah. it can't see, because tremor sense allows it to see with vibrations, and blind sight allows it to see like with hearing, so it, doesn't, it can't see because you blinded it with the flashbang. So it's racing towards the kid, and then you basically flashbang it. Uh, you also flashbang the kid, though. He can't see anything either. Right. Um, it is then still your turn. That was a bonus action i think to use your flashbang it should be a bonus action yeah you're just throwing it so yeah yep oh wait no it is an action so you have a bonus action so you can throw a trap or you can attack with your offhand weapon like you can use like a crossbow to shoot or your spear to stab or whatever you get like one hit basically or you can throw a trap what do you do my thought was maybe just grab the kid and run. Okay. You throw a flashbang, grab the kid, run. You get the hell out of there before anything happens. He can't see anything, but he just hears right. the wings of a bird grab him as you race towards everyone else. And yep. the creature doesn't know where you went because it's blind. Yep. Um, so as you get the kid in the room, uh, what do you do? What do you tell everyone? Uh, the seer's here. Uh, it's on the stuffle. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, we need to bar this wall. The guy grabs the door and shoves it into the door, no, the, the table and shoves it into the door frame. Fair enough. And he's like, I everybody also, get ready to run. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I want to say like, okay, all right, everyone head upstairs. I'm going to see if I can find the bartender. All right. Where upstairs should we run? Master bedroom. Okay. They all race up to the master bedroom and kind of drag her along. Yeah. Uh, as she runs by, make an insight check and a perception check. Just like six on perception. Insight. You are the most insightful motherfucker. 18 insight. You are a detective. You need to open like a private detective agency. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you, um, you basically, you don't notice anything happening, but you see her and she smiles as she's being taken away. Like she's getting what she wants mm. and you hear another scream, uh, but you can't pinpoint where it is because you got such a bad perception. Last time you heard it was over here. All right. Head that way. All right. You race downstairs and you know that the seer was upstairs. Um, but as you get down there, you see um, the bartender standing in front of a doorway, just standing still. What do you do? All right. I pull out my spear and, you know, just call out to her, like, what was her name? Cherry? Yep. Cherry. Yep. Cherry. You feeling all right? Uh, she is just standing there silent. Yeah. I <laughs> kind of tap her with my spear. Like, you yep. know. Yeah. As you tap her, she just keeps standing there. Mm. You can hear in the room above you something hitting the wall. Mm. The room that the seer was in. Something's right. hitting the wall. Yeah. Cherry, we need to go. If you're coming with us, come with us now. We're going to be upstairs. Uh, as you... S- oh, yeah. And what? Well, well, yeah. It's just like, you know, if if she's not going to move, then she's getting left behind. Okay. As you say this, uh, you turn her around and she has a massive bite on her chest and it's slightly infecting, but she's still alive. And she's just frozen in fear. Right. And you're lucky that you didn't stab her. Um, but she looks at you and she's like... Uh, and roll persev- persuasion with advantage. That was a pretty persuasive s- speech there. 21. Okay. With a 21, you say your speech to her. And she looks at you and she says, uh, Okay. Uh, and she kind of holds out her arm for you to like pull her along. Okay. Um, right. And then, yeah take her hand not letting go of my spear yeah you race up with her right is that what your plan was to run back pretty much yeah okay as you run back you see bursting through the wall is the seer okay and it's chasing after both of you um yeah it sees her and it's chasing after both of you um and you guys have 30 feet of movement and it has 40 um so it's starting to catch up what do you do I tell her to just run upstairs. I'm going to see if I can hold it off. Okay. She runs upstairs. You're standing here in the doorway. It's in the hallway coming towards you. What do you do? I set up a trap real quick. Okay. You set up a trap. Tripwire, a hole, or a uh, a pressure plate. It's flying towards you. Uh, Which Uh, kind would you like to? Oh, if it's flying, then tripwire's the only real option, isn't it? All right. All right. You put a tripwire. Where do you put it? Like, so it'll trigger it. I put it in, like, a diagonal of the doorway. Okay, good idea. So, like, you set the trap, uh, then what? 
Did you just wait for it? Pretty much, like, you know, it'll okay. be a projectile uh, yeah. trap. You set up a projectile trap. You basically set up a crossbow and a wire. It right. looks at you, and it looks at the wire, and it's just staring at you. It got a 20. It does mm-hmm. not fall for the trap. It looks at you, and it knows that you just set a trap. And it speaks into your mind. And mm-hmm. it says, There is a traitor among you. Well, I think we found them, but, you know, it's, it's, what was her name? Zaris. Zaris. Is it Zaris? It's Zaris, right? Uh, it shows you an image of Zaris, yes. Okay. Well, we figured that out, yeah. What do you do? It's, it's, it's staring at you. Hmm. Well, it's not coming in. It's, it's like, it looks like it's thinking, like it's deciding what to do next. It's waiting for you to make a move. What do you do? It's looking, it's staring you down. This, like, 12-eyed bug monster with a proboscis. It's just staring at you, ready for you to do something while there's a wire between you. And it knows if it triggers the wire, something will happen. And behind you, all the people just ran upstairs with the bad guy. But you don't know if this thing is going to try to kill you now or what it's doing. What do you do? Oh, also there's a hole above you. Uh, okay, that's interesting. That you dug before. Right. And the table is sideways next to you as well, just so you know. Yeah. Because he bl- used it to block the door. Okay. And then you do unblocked you know? it to run out, you know. I ask him, do you know anything else? Like, what is she? It says, the seer. She's the seer. The seer. It just says again. And what is that? Um, as you say that, um, let's see. It says, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this in a way a creature would describe it, because I have, like, a whole paragraph here. Um, An elder evil, a herald of death, a monster of horrible darkness. She is, she wishes to become one, it says. And it shows you an image of a seer. A crystal monster with a crystal for a face and a hood made of stone with crystals jutting out of its sides. And you see it for a split second. And it says, the seer. What do you do? How powerful is she? I keep asking questions. Okay. It says, she must die. And it starts to move towards the side, like it's going to leave. Like it's going to go around you, maybe. It could be going around you, or it could be going up after them. Up after them. Alright, well, let's try to get to them first. Okay. You race toward them, it races after. You're racing as fast as you can to try to reach the group. Um, And as you go in to the room, let me look at the dimensional shackles real quick. So I can make sure I'm not breaking D&D rules. Inventory, dimensional shackles. Okay. Alright, you go to set uh, to, to run after them. You run upstairs, across the rooms, through everything, into the library, past all the treasure, into the master bedroom, where they have bar- are boarding themselves up, the room you started in. As you make it over, you hear screaming, and as you run in, the star spawn basically try- flying outside near the wall, because you can hear it on the, on the outside. Okay. Um, let's see. Alright. You see a bright light in the room. And 
a bunch of people on the ground, prone, with light burns all over them. Alright. Two people in the hallway are Cash and the pastor kid. Tim's is in the hallway laying down all the people inside. Tim's, the bartender, Angelo, and uh, the shaman are all on the ground with burns on them. Like light mm-hmm. burns. Like not even fire. Like like white hot from light. Ah. What do you do? Go in, face her. As you walk in, she is standing there. Um, she transforms slightly yet again into more a more snake-like appearance. And she looks at you, and she's holding a staff with a giant bright light on it, and she points it at you. And she says, this wasn't the way it was supposed to happen. Hmm? Kill the seer, the emissary. You know it's not the seer. Kill the emissary, and I will let your friends live. I will let all of these people live if you kill the emissary. That's all I want. Kill the emissary, and I will not kill all of them. What'd you say? But... What does the seer want? What does uh, she want? What is her what, plan? Uh, what is her? What is your plan? Or what is their? What are you asking? You're asking what the creature's plan is, or what her plan is? What her plan is? Okay, she says. Fine, I'll tell you. I brought all of these terrible people here, so that I could feed them, to the seer. Or not the seer. I guess you know. The cat's out of the bag now. So I could feed them to an emissary. Spread out, make grooves, and um, suction all their souls into the emissary. That's what I'm here for. I want you to kill the emissary. If you kill it, then you can all go home. Otherwise, and then suddenly uh, the pastor kid and Cash both appear in in front of her staff. And she's like, I will burn them inside out if you don't help me. All right. Hard serves the people, so I'll do it, but I. Ah, questions for later. Fine, I'll kill it. Alright, go out there and kill it then. Okay. Alright, what do you do? I go out into the hall. And. Yep. Actually, maybe I. Well, it's outside, right? Yeah, it's literally looking at you through the window. Like, about to, like, come at you if you let it. Oh, if you open the window, it will come in. If not, it's gonna break. It's going to go after her or maybe break the window down. You're not sure. All right. Okay. I'm going to shoot it. Okay. Shoot it. This is epic. As the owl man with his his prosthetic arm shoots at the flying bug monster so that she won't burn them alive, what do you get? You get three attacks, right? Yep. Ooh, that was a nat 20. I didn't even see that. And that was a nat 1. <laughs> okay. Nat 20, nat 1. What was the other one? 24. Okay. Two hits, one miss. Roll the damage. It should auto double damage the, the 20. Okay. Um, I don't know if it will. If it doesn't, just roll it again. 7, 11. That's 18. Oh, 20, seven, 25. Seven. 25 damage. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a roll. Yeah, you deal, you deal 25 damage to it, taking out almost a, a little bit over a quarter of its health and uh you then um with a nat one third shot yeah for your third shot you go to shoot it and your crossbow jams and like falls apart in your hand <laughs> like if, if uh-huh. the string the string breaks right it's the equivalent of a jam for a crossbow yep and i was doing so well you do have 
uh, the parts to fix it. You just need to take an action, basically, to fix it. Like, you have to restring it. Yeah. No time for that. Yeah. So, it's sitting in front of you, and it's pissed that you attacked it. And it screeches, and it goes, And you hear in your mind, why, as it breaks open the window and comes toward you. It is still, it is, it is, uh, it is, you still had a bonus action if you wanted to do anything else. Like throw Uh, a trap or something. Suppose I might as well throw a sling trap. Oh, you also have action surge if you want to use that at any point. Uh, Not right now. Okay, you throw, I'm assuming, uh, what, a bear trap or a fire, what what do you you got? There's there's a couple. Uh, A fire trap. Okay, you throw a firebomb, hitting it directly. Let's see what firebombs do. I think it's the same damage, but let me make sure. Sling trap. Firebomb. You create a 15-foot sphere, 3d6 fire, um, and half on failed save. Uh, and then shit go- sets on fire around it, too. So roll 3d6 damage. It failed. The fun thing about the bear trap is that it, it can add an effect to them. Yeah. Uh, all right, 10 damage. That's pretty good. You take a little bit of a chunk out. It's pretty hurt. It's at about a little bit over half health, and it's looking at you with rage. Uh, and then it is its turn. It moved towards you. Now it's moving towards you again. It's going to attack you and try to uh, hit you with its talon. That's a 19, so that's, let's see, 14 damage. And you hear a horrifying bug sound. Make a con save. 21. All right. You successfully resist the sounds. Um and you are not confused or anything. You're good. Everything's fine. Um, that is the end of its... No, it has more talons. Okay. It swings another talon and another talon. It gets one more hit. And it deals... Nine, 12 damage to you. Okay. And then uh, that is the end of this turn. You're getting hit a bunch. Uh, your health is dwindling. Let me subtract another 12. Do, oh, do, yeah. And the 90, right? Oh. Isn't that what it's... Yeah. I, I hope I didn't get that wrong there. But yes, you're at 90. So, you're a little bit hurt. Yep. Uh, it's swinging into you. It is then your turn. The giant bug monster hissing and spinning around you. Um, what do you do? I guess I keep attacking. Though, okay. I'm also going to ask. Like, why should I let... Why should I... Out... Oh no! Let you live, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is is there a reason for me to let you live? Uh, it just it? says it says in your mind, kill the seer, kill the seer, kill the seer. She must die. She must die. And you hear for a split second, this is what she wants. Um, well, yeah, I figured that. Yeah. So, uh, do you keep stabbing then? I guess I keep stabbing, but All it's right. like, do you use action surge? If you use action surge, you will have six stabs. I'm going to hold off on action surge. Somebody tells me I'm actually going to need it later. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Three attacks. All right. The uh, 12, lowest. Uh, yeah. 12, 19, 23. All right. The 12 misses. The other two hit. Okay. Five and four. And All right. So nine. Nine damage. You don't do that much to it. You hit it a little bit. Um, do you do it? What do you do as a bonus action? So you also have second wind, which allows you to heal as a bonus mm-hmm. action. Uh, I'm gonna hold off on that. I think I can just okay. attack again, right? Uh, e- technically, no. You could throw okay. a, a trap, uh, because you're using two hands. You can't. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. It's because you're using the spear or whatever. Because you, you basically trade it off to do more damage instead of having an extra th fourth hit. Um, but yeah, so if you want to know, throw another trap, or uh, you can heal, throw a trap, or uh, that's it, I think. Okay, I'll just throw a trap. Another right. sling trap. Okay, which one? There's smoke bomb, fire bomb, bear trap, snare. Uh, another fire bomb. Alright, you throw a fire bomb behind it so it doesn't burn you, and uh, it saves, so it takes half damage. So 3d6, whatever you get, and then we'll half it. Alright, 3d6. Alright, 13, Damn. so okay. say that's 6. Yep, 6 damage. Barely hurts it all that much, but it is a little hurt. That is the end of your turn. It is now its turn. It's going to try to use 3 talons on you. That's 2 17s and a 12. Uh, none of those hit, right? Because you have uh, 18 AC. Yep, okay. AC, yep. It almost hits you each time. A claw goes by you, a claw goes by you. It tries to claw you a third time, missing. Then spores come out. Make a con save. Oh dear. Uh, nine. All right. You take 2d10 poison damage. That's eight damage. And you are poisoned. Every round you will take damage. Unless you uh, pass the save again. Mm. But good news is it doesn't get its spores back. It used the last of its spores on you. So it spored you up. You're poisoned. Um, I can go into conditions and add poison to you. Boop. There it is. Poisoned. All right. Uh, it is then your turn. What do you do? Keep spearing. Okay. Stab it up. Three stabs, baby. Fourteen. Fourteen. Three. Nineteen. Only one of them hits. You hit into the creature, do your oh, actually, damage. Sorry, the 19 as in, like, uh, 20, 19 is 26, I mean. Yeah, yeah, so it's only one hit. It's the 19 that hits, everything else doesn't. Wow, that's bad. Yeah, do your damage, and then you got oh. another bonus action. Alright, that's 10 damage. It's very hurt, but it's still kicking. Right. Um... You have a bonus action. You could throw, I think, your last firebomb if you want to throw another firebomb. Might as well. Yeah, boop. Uh, boop, boop. All right. All of your traps are gone. All you got is your flashbangs and your tripwires and your, right. like, you know, your setup stuff. Yeah. Um, which you can only do before a fight, basically. Right. Or I guess if you run away, you could use a whole turn to do it and, like, set it up. But anyway, so... Um... Roll 3d6 fire damage, and it fails, so it's going to take the full of it. Nice. So, nine damage. Right. Yep. It's almost dead. It, it's on its last legs now. Yay. Ah, uh, it is now its turn. It looks at you with, with disappointment, not even rage. Complete and utter disappointment. And it claws you twice in the chest. Um... And you can hear it just saying, kill her, kill her, kill her. Um, that's 17 damage to you. Um, and now you also have to do a con save or take the poison. Right. Con save. Yep. Eh, that's no good. That's not Okay. You take another 2d10. 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 damage to you. And you're going to have to do another one next turn. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. You're at 66 on my count, at least. Uh, you are very, very hurt. You're at about half health now. Right. 
Um, but it is almost dead, and it is now your turn. How do you attack it? What do you do? It's about to die. It's saying, kill her, kill her, kill her. It's disappointed in you, and you are poisoned by it. What do you I do? can kill them both. But That's true. You, know, you can. One friend, my friends first. Yep, 22, 19, and what was the other one? 16. Okay, those all hit. Roll oh, your damage. Hit. Yep, it had 15 AC. Roll your damage. Let's see how this thing, how dead it will be. Ooh, nine, nine damage. Ten. That's nineteen. Okay. 10, 11, 12, uh, twenty-two. It takes twenty-two damage and dies. How do you kill this magnificent monster? This horrible <laughs> abomination is looking at you in disappointment with its twelve eyes and its proboscis. What do you do to it? How <laughs> I shall stab, I use my mouse? I stab it in the proboscis. And then I just right. push it further and further in. Pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. Its proboscis falls off as you push its body back and back and back up to the window. Do you push it out the window? Okay. Uh, pretty much, yeah. You push it out the window. It falls to its death as it's slowly bleeding to death. Dead. Its proboscis sitting on the ground next to you. Its body hanging from its proboscis out the window. Um, you are at 45% of your health. You're at 66 health. Uh, and what do you do? Oh, as you kill it, you see an energy come from it. It glows with white hot, bright white energy. And it energy goes into your arm and then into you. What do you do? I take off my arm. Okay. You take off your arm. What do you do with it? Yeah. I might... I guess I carry... Uh... You know what? No, I'm not. I'm going to leave that outside or like out in the Ooh. hall. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not bringing that in with me. You leave, you take off your, your new arm that she gave you and you leave it on uh, the bench, I guess. Right. And then you walk in. You'll only have half damage because you only have one arm because you'll, you won't be able to use two hands. Um, yeah. Okay. You walk in. She's holding the staff. She looks at you. She says, good, now, die. And she points at you with her staff and shoots the light at you. Yep. Um, and let's see. Boop. Okay. Fission staff. Uh, let's see. 18 plus 8, that hits. 4, 10, 21 damage to you. And you are knocked prone. You okay. fall to your feet as she shoots a beam of light at you giving you 21 damage. Uh, that's 45 health. I think. I might be doing that wrong, but we'll see. 45. She burns you with rate with light energy. Um, and then she throws an orb up in the air. A psychedelic orb. Make a wisdom save. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. An orb appears above you, and everyone around you is, per is like, attacked by the orb, like, their eyes. And they all kind of fall to the ground in pain, mm -hmm. each of them. And each of them takes damage as all three of them slowly get hurt. Right. And uh, in the middle of the room, a disco light begins to play as the room changes lights. <laughs> and I need you to roll a d6. Tell me what you get, and it will fall on that light. Two. It stops on a bluish tone. Everyone else in the room is blind, except for you and her. Well, dang. 
Um, it is then your turn. What do you do? Hmm. I don't have my arm, so... Yeah, your, your spear will only do the low version of damage, so it will do... But, and you also can't use an offhand weapon, so you'll right. do a d6 damage, and then you also can't do a bonus action attack. Right. Um, but yes, what would you like to do? Um, you have no more traps to throw. You have second win, which allows you to heal 1d10 plus 14. Right. And you have action surge, which allows you to get three more attacks. You'll have six. Yeah. And right. that is all of your thingies. And your crossbow is broken, too. <laughs> right, yeah. I was, I was just saying, like, can we say that I fixed it? <laughs> uh, you didn't say you did it before you went in. Yeah. If you said it, you could have, but... Right, yeah. Yeah, you just took off your arm. You are too preoccupied taking off your severed arm after it glowing. Yeah. I don't like it. Yes. So what do you do? I guess, yeah, try my luck with the spear one-handed. Okay. Yeah, and I will use action surge. All right. You, your eyes glow. You go ultra instinct, super saiyan. You, you say that, one. but I just... Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <clears throat> Keep going. Yeah, did the classic scream, and then I was like... <laughs> oh, my God, these are so bad. Oh, that one's not bad. Oh, that's an at 20. Okay, keep going. Hold on, I'm gonna roll damage first for that. Man, she's got high AC too. Fuck. Gosh. 26, 15. Everything else I'm pretty sure was a miss. Alright, yeah, so you got 11, 20... Uh, wait, okay, so... You rolled a 1, then you got a 12, then you got an 11, then a 27, 9, 26, 15. Uh, two of them hit. One of them okay. is a nat 20. So roll yeah. double damage. Yeah, I already did and got a 9. Okay. Um, so that was the total then? Yeah. Okay. She takes 9 damage. And roll the 6. Or got a 6. Okay. Damage. Okay. 9 and a 6. There you go. Okay. You did some damage, but not a lot. Um, Alright, that is your turn then because you did everything you use action surge you can heal if you want to heal oh yeah as a bonus yes, action i would like to do that okay um so action surge 1d10 plus 14 so roll a d10 10. man rarely do you get to see someone use all of their powers and that's great that's fifth uh what that's 24 health one two three four so 50 69 health that's the sex number. Alright. You heal. 20% of your health up. She looks at you. Uh, it is her turn. Her ball spins again. Uh, and she uh, she pulls out her staff and tries to use it on you. She misses. Um, and then the orb spins. Uh, roll another d6. The orb changes color randomly in the room. Six. It changes to a green color. Roll a con save. No, a wisdom save. Hmm? A wisdom save. Sorry. Oh, Roll a right. wisdom save. Six. Ooh, bad. Okay. Um, you look at the orb and you are stunned by it. Everyone in the room can't move. And she looks at you. And you are frozen still. And she says, Where is your arm? Uh, it was kind of glowing, so I didn't feel like bringing it when 
but it was a gift. You need it for the ritual. Let me go get it for you. No, no, no. She grabs it and you can't move. <sighs> and she attaches it to your arm. And she says, you won't be able to take it off this time. <laughs> and then she looks and she says, what should I do to punish you for this disobedience? I know. And she looks at Cash. And she points the staff at him. And she she points the staff at, at the pastor kid. Which one... Do you care about more? The kid who lost his hand just like you? Or the guy who uh, was dumb? <laughs> Sorry, it was Cash and who else? And the kid who lost his hand. Oh. Which one? You saved both of their lives on multiple occasions. Which one do you care about more? Uh, who is Cash again, actually? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's the kid then, right? Cash I is guess. the one who was eating the food earlier. He's this guy down here. Okay. The... The guy who, who, uh, who told you that she was the bad guy, mm. like who read the book, and also the guy who you first talked to when you got here, and the guy who uh, was eating the food even though you said it was poisoned. Mm. That guy. Um, so there's him, and then there's the kid, and I'm assuming since you didn't know which one Cash was, you know that you care about the kid more. So she points at the kid. <laughs> you really don't care either way. She points at the kid. She points at him. She's like. Do you not care about anyone in this room? I mean, I'm a little tired. She stabs well, I care the... about all of them. Oh, okay. She stabs the kid no! with the staff. Whatever his name was. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, she stabs him with the staff, uh, dealing 4d8 radiant to him. And he burns up and explodes. Jeez. Uh, he basically melts away. And he is dead. Dead as shit. He was completely stunned. He couldn't do anything about it. And then she turns to you. And she says, your turn. And now it is your turn. What do you do? You are unstunned. It is a new round. Well, I have both arms now, yeah? Yep, you have two arms. Yep. That's good. I stab her. Yep. <laughs> do your three stabs. That's a nat 20. Oh, my God. And then a six damage, right? Is that a damage? Yep. Okay, six. That's not great, but whatever. It's cool. 19. Oh my god, these are good rolls. Yep. Well, that one isn't. Okay. Three hit. No, two hits. Do your damage. Okay. So we had six and six again. Okay, so 12. Yep. You deal 12 to her. You strike into her with your spear, stabbing her. She's at about a half now. She's pretty hurt. Yep. Um, and you have a bonus action. Um, you can't really... Well, you do have two arms. You could drop your spear and throw a net on her if you really wanted to. Because you still have a net. You do have a net. But... You also... you Yeah. You can't use your flashbang because that's an action. And you don't have any more traps to throw. Uh, this this is actually pretty balanced, an ability. All this stuff. Um, it's so point, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically it. You can't really do anything else. I guess you could punch her with your fist. If you want to. He'll do three damage if you hit. Oh, hold on. So, for, like, my bonus action? Yeah, for your bonus action, you could punch her, because you don't have anything else. Or I could like throw it, my... Oh, you could throw your spear, yeah. I didn't even or think I about throw, that. I was thinking about my net. Oh, yeah, you could throw the net. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said before, yeah. You could throw Sorry, your net. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think I actually will do that. Okay, throw that your net on her. her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I just rolled her save. 
Was that the throw for the net, that 23? Yep. You are so good at throwing a net. After years of throwing a net, the one thing she didn't expect. You throw a net on her, and she is trapped in the net. <laughs> I rolled. She got a three. Well, dang. <laughs> I think I got her. Okay. When you use this action, bonus action reaction to attack with the net, you can make only one attack regardless of the number of attacks you can normally blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you threw it as a bonus action. You grabbed her with the net. She's stuck in the net. I'm going to roll for what she does. She can't do anything. She's trapped in the net. Uh, her ball's still going to move, though. So I need you to roll another d6. What's it going to do now? The light's changing and twisting. Going even faster. What's it going to do to everyone? The psychedelic orb. The disco ball. Five. Five. Everything goes yellow. And everyone... You make a save. Uh, wisdom save. Okay. I'm fine. All right. Everyone else in the room, uh, except for the other soldier, gets uh, stunned. They cannot move, just like last time. Except you don't get stunned. It doesn't work on you this time. Uh And your buddy runs up to your side, and he's like, I'm with you. And he pulls Ah. out his crossbow and shoots her three times. Very good. And he gets two hits, and he deals 12 damage to her um it is then your turn uh you are good she's stuck in the net you have advantage on all your attack rolls against her you get three attacks okay you will ruin your net though actually no because you have a spear you can punch through the holes wow you really are a like very well designed character awesome all right roll your (laughs) roll your three attacks they all have advantage so you if you fail one you can roll again Okay. But I would just roll well. six times, yeah, because you might get a 20. All right. Yeah. All right. So. 25. 15. 19. 19. 25, 15, 19. Uh, the 15 doesn't hit, but the rest do. Okay. You got two hits on her. Roll your damage. Stab her ass. 12 she's very hurt. in total. Okay. She's still kicking it, but she's very, very hurt. Um, and it is the that is the end of your turn. It is now her turn. She's going to try to break free of the net, and she actually does. She throws it off of her. She stares at you with rage. Uh, and she's going to use the staff on you. No. Uh, and she misses. She goes to stab you, and you dodge out of the way. Ha-ha. And then the psychedelic orb goes one more time. Roll a d6. Six again. Roll a, con- uh, roll a wisdom save. She might stun you again. Sixteen. Uh, you, you pass. Everyone in the room is stunned except for you. Uh, and he breaks free. The other guard breaks free. Oh, yay. And Cash breaks free. And the three of them attack her. And they say, so the other guard, first before he walked up to you and he said, I'm with you. The other guard walks up to you and she says, I'm with you. And she fucking gets a nat 20. That's six damage because she rolled a three. She deals damage to her. She strikes into her with a sword. And then Cash comes up and he pokes her with a dagger. And it is now your turn. She is almost dead. Right. What do you do? I'm going to use my spear. All right. No more advantage this time, though. Just regular yeah. rolls. Yep. 19. 26. That's what that is. It's a 26. All right. 13, 20, 26. Those are my okay. Rolls. The 20 and the 26 hit. Roll two damages from your spear. Let's see if it's enough to take her out. 12. Nine. 
12, okay. That is enough to kill her. How do you kill her? Yay. I stab her in her dark heart. Okay. You look at this woman who's been causing you all this trouble. Her... her the seer um, dies. Yes, the seer dies. The, the lights turn out. The disco ball shuts off. You look at her. You pull out your spear, which has been out this whole time. And how do you kill her? You stab her in the heart? Yep. You stab her twice in the heart, and she dies horribly. As she looks you in the eyes, she says, No! The ritual! I was gonna be immortal! I was gonna live forever! And now you'll die forever! Uh, uh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> the <other> yeah. <laughs> yeah! You're gonna fucking die! Yeah! You're gonna fucking die! You're gonna die! Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and everybody gives you fucking high fives. <laughs> Jankies, uh, right, guys? Yeah, zoinks, this guy says. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got her. Oh, man. After this happens, the curse is lifted from the one guy's neck. Uh, all the shambling creatures outside fall down dead. And you and your crew go into the building, the room that you were checking before, and get the rest of the loot. And then what do you do? You've defeated her. You've you've beaten the seer and her evil plan to sacrifice all of you and have one of you kill her. No, kill the thing. Um, yep. And you now have a, a new arm. The arm's still there. It still works. You can take it oh, off good. again, by the way. Um, and... It seems slightly magical. It glows a little bit sometimes. Oh. Uh, it has the soul of, of a fucking... Um, what is it called? It's called... A, 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 a correspond emissary's soul is in it. Oh, and when you kill her, her soul goes into it as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot like about that. Like a part yeah. of her never truly died. Yeah, so her soul goes into it. And uh, you have killed both of them. You also have the proboscis of, a, of an emissary. Uh, you also have emissary meat. You also have two dead pups of the, the the one things. I don't know if you want to eat that, but you do have two of them. All the other creatures have disappeared. All the mutated people fell down dead. And uh, the storm has lifted outside. All right. So what do you do? What do you say to this group of people before we end the session? Mm. Ah, that was hell of a night, huh, people? Hell of a night. Yeah. Cash just looks at you he's like, let's get the fuck out of here. Agreed, yes. <laughs> um, and that is where we end the season. Yay. Stormy Night at the Manor, Testers and Jesters finale. Woo! Woo. We'll, come, we'll come back here probably one more time next season sometime. But I think we've successfully tested this, this, this entire area. We've done... I did three different stories here. I did one with Matt, where he was a gnome... Uh, and he was going after a, a wizard who was trying to live forever, making tools that were alive. Uh, I did this one with you, and then we took a break, and then Logan and I did a story where he attacks uh, this, this drow woman and a bunch of demons in this building, Doom style, and he saw your oh. blood on the ground, which means it takes place after this. Oh, yeah. And then, um, and then we did this finale, where you killed Zaris, who was evil the whole time. I planned it since the beginning, I have literally waited, like, f four months to do this. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm happy we did it as the finale. I think it is a great one. I love War. I hope he shows up in the next story. <laughs> That'd be fun. And, 
yes, season two is going to be epic. I want to try to get all three of you together to do another one of this story with all three of the characters as they all come back to the mansion and finish it. But for now, the mansion is done. It is successfully tested. We might come back one more time just for posterity. Maybe. But we've been everywhere. Logan finally went to the, the stables where no one ever went and the attic where nobody ever went. And Matt did the whole basement shit. So I think you guys have been everywhere. You went to the catacombs. They didn't. Um, and you're the only one that actually went to the master bedroom, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. Yeah. I don't think they did any of those. Nobody went to the children's wing, actually. We'll have to do that in the in the one we come back. That is the one spot you guys didn't go to. Oh. Um, I think, yeah, because there's 9, 10, 11. Yeah, there's, there's, I think, 12 maps of the building. And then there's three in a cave that Matt and Logan both went to each side. Um... None of you went to the town, though. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Makes sense. I mean, I mean, you know, I tried to make a run for, like, outside, and yeah, that work. Yeah. Logan, like, took over the bandit cave nearby and became king of the bandits and then had them drop him off in a car here. <laughs> and, the, like, his first episode wasn't even in the mansion. Like, he didn't even get to it. He was too busy breaking out of prison and becoming king of the bandits. And then Matt uh, went to the, found a, a criminal there. And then went into the mansion and was in the mansion the whole time. And he did it in one game and uh, fought, went through every room and made a best friend named Trowley that was a sentient flesh trowel in the, in the garden. And uh, that he kind of sort of tortured a little bit. It was weird. And then, uh, then he fought a crazy wizard in the basement who was like part uh, alien from aliens made of metal. It was weird. Um, he also found a fuck ton of treasure here that no one else found. You and Logan both went to the secret room uh, in the library. Like, Logan saw it and was like, I see it on the map. I'm going in there. <laughs> uh, I hid it from you. But, yeah, Logan right. saw that map. But, yeah, Logan found a fucking magic wand in there that does random shit. And in the middle of a fight, kept using it over and over again. And it would do really stupid shit that didn't help him. Like, he turned himself invisible. But then the next time he did it, it made a circle of grass where he was standing. Huh. Uh, which then also made him visible. Uh, and he fought a giant spider in the attic. It was cool. Huh. A spider woman. She killed his whole family and he wanted to kill her back. But the yeah. best part of his story was uh, demonic energy detected where I did a loudspeaker as he went from room to room. He did like 10 fights in a row where he just fought, 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 fought. In Doom style where he just kept killing demons. Um, I like the difference in each game. Logan went through a 10-fight boss fight after becoming a leader of the bandits. Um, you did a murder mystery and, like, were setting traps and, like, organizing a group of people and keeping them safe in the building. Right. And Matt just explored room to room and then uncovered the secrets below the ground ah. and uh, fought a boss underground and then found a fuck ton of treasure. Like, he was escorting a criminal through this place. Huh. Um... So anything can happen in this adventure. I love it. It's like the best thing I've ever written. And I have to finish it now and publish it at some point. But I'm so busy with everything else. I don't know when I'll do that. But it will be on something for people to see it. And I'm sure I'll... I think I might include the class you tested in it. Because I really like the the fighter you did. The I, I like the, yeah. the trap. Yeah, the gorilla fighter is really good. I think it's really well balanced. Matt and I worked on it when we were going to do it. And I was like, hell yeah, let's fix it. 
It was very different before, and now it's, like, fucking perfect. Anyway, I hope you had a good time. Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. We finally did this. Now, I have to spend the next two days editing this and making my usual video for the week. Uh, and my other video for the week. So, that'll be rough. But, I think this was fun. Um, also, I've been re-editing every single one of the podcasts. Uh, I just finished all the seven questions. I have one left. Because oh, apparently, nice. um, Salem 2099, I don't have the original editing files. So I, had oh. to, I have to go in and listen to the entire episode again. And every time you speak, change the color of the text. So right. it's a different color. I'm using green for you. I hope you're cool with that. Uh, Matt's red, you're green, I'm blue so far. I did the first table read too. And dude, you gotta listen to them. When they're all done, you should listen to them. Deborah's Star, I made the first three scenes and it's like an actual movie. It's good. I really like it. Um, but yeah, all of them are about to be on YouTube. And they have text now when you, when we speak. Like, it's all subtitled. Anyway, thanks for joining in, Scott. Yeah. Uh, bye.